John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey there, welcome to the You Up podcast. It is, um, it's been a great week of shows. It's Friday, I'm in Dallas, Texas at a um, sad hotel lobby with... It's sad, right? I'm with Andrew Collin. We're on the road in Dallas, and I kind of like it. It's, right. it's, uh, it's quiet. I almost say romantic. Yeah, I almost did. <laughs> it's the least romantic thing I've ever. I'm I'm glad that this is a, you're getting a romantic vibe from this because Not, yeah, I don't why? know. I don't. Anytime there's a free buffet, you know, I get a little saucy in my pants. Yeah, we're just sitting looking at what was the breakfast buffet earlier that Andrew take, took full advantage of. Free back, breakfast buffet. That means a shitty hotel. When they give you stuff for free, that means bad hotel. Uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I love the free buffet. I had the oatmeal in the morning with the brown sugar and raisins, and then I came back and had eggs with a little bread and a sausage link. Actually, I didn't eat sausage. I just thought it would sound cooler, but... I, I love how you had to correct that because you know I'm a vegan. I did. I did. But you also ate eggs. I don't care what you eat. I really don't care. Did you eat a sausage link? I, I, I did not eat a sausage link, but part of the reason was is that you hate that. So you lied about eating a sausage link, and then you corrected the lie, not because it was a lie, but more because I'm vegan and I would be offended by your lie. All right. Perfect. Great logic. I'm a good friend. Yeah, that's that's what I took from that. Um <laughs> you just embellished the story in a way that no one needed is essentially what happened. It just was in threes, and sausage link goes great. You get eggs, some toast, and it's a sausage link. Yeah, just all those S's. <laughs> Do you have some sassafras tea? You're sassafrasses. <laughs> okay, the first clip from this week's show is from Monday's episode. Anya uh, Marina was on, Andrew Collin was on, and we talked about tattoos. And, uh, yeah, you gonna we're not... We're not getting any. I'm going to get one when you're we're, you're special. We're getting matching tattoos. <sighs> this is, it's never going to happen. We just tried to get matching foot massages, and we walked into a foot massage place that's very close. Like, it's a, a parking lot away. And the women inside looked so confused that we would want massages. No, no, they recognized me. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they recognized his face because it was definitely a parlor where you get certain things done to yourself that I can't have done to me, I guess, because I'm a girl and life isn't fair. Oh. But they were like, do you want something? And I'm like, yeah, he's not, he doesn't even want anything. Like, I want a foot massage. And they were like, we know what to do to him. So Andrew will be back there later tonight is what I'm saying. Get a sausage. The old sausage, baby. Oh, okay, guys. Here's us talking about tattoos on Monday's show. The tattoo thing. I like tattoos on guys when they're, they don't, when they're mistakes. When they're like, hey, I got this when I was 18. It means nothing. Yeah. It literally means nothing. I don't know why I got it. My buddy got Like, I like bad stories with tattoos. Not intentionally bad where they're like, it's a joke we got. Yeah. But like, truly, yeah. it meant something to them at one time. And now it's so humiliating. It's like wearing a TBT on you constantly. <laughs> a reminder of when you were lame and you like weren't cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. But I don't like fresh tattoos with like new meanings. Or if somebody, yeah, I, I told you about the guy I went out with that had the broccoli tattoo. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Ugh, Actually, so I'll sorry. take that back. Adam Levine last night at the Super Bowl, <laughs> I, I dug, I dug his, <laughs> I dug everything. I, I know everyone was so not into that. 
But I, I, Adam Levine is so but hot. But what he about, had, like, if you have sleeves and stuff, and then you're, like, an accountant? Like, I feel like there's, like, a lot of, like, people in Brooklyn that are like, oh, I'm, yes. like, tattooed, I'm rugged. Oh, are. my God. For Look sure. at Adam Levine. Wow. I mean, it, California across the stomach. Some He's guy did a, a meme. Some, like, fat guy in the Midwest just did one and wrote Illinois across his <laughs> and took a, it, it's been going around. What about Bieber? Meme. Bieber is covered I, now. To me, it just says that you are, Struggling. you probably would have cut in another world, like it's a form of cutting. I know that a lot of people get tattoos to, for the pain of it, mm-hmm. and that's why it'd be appealing to me. I think I would like the pain of it, um, and some people like get off on that, and I think that's why a lot of people can't stop getting them. But also, it's it. There's got to be case studies about people that get tattoos yeah. and mentally what they, how different they are than people who choose not to. I don't know. I got my, what's the closest to a tattoo thing you've done? You have to do something rebellious. I used to pick really a lot at certain parts of my skin or pull hair out, like an OCD pain thing. Okay. You had trichotillomania? A tiny bit, yeah. Oh, for, wow. for periods of time when yeah. I was a kid. A lot of people do. Not trichotillomania so much as like pressing pressure points and hurting my skin. Like it had to be... I've never talked about this here, here until it would like almost bleed. And, yeah. Or chewing parts of my mouth and then I'd stop. It was yeah. always, yeah. Sometimes I mean, I'll get into that again. So many people do that. I mean, uh, the more that I have female friendships and and uh, in a, adult life, and we're getting further away from the stuff we did as teens, like more of it's coming out. Women are becoming more comfortable talking about like. Yeah, I picked out all my hair when yeah. I was seventeen, or they're currently doing it. Like a lot of. People have these things. I don't think the picking out your hair is as, um, like, people can be more open about eating disorders than that at yeah. this point. Like, uh, I, but I, I hear you. I know a lot of you are out there. It's never been my thing, but it could have been my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't judge that at all. But it is that is a thing that girls do a lot. And I only cut once after I got caught shoplifting. I was just, like, so... Aww mad at myself and I wanted to like punish myself so I understood mm. cutting in that moment yeah so that to me I, I get it um but tattoos yeah I've just never had anything that I just care enough about you know yeah I think that's the, the classic thing that reason that people give that they don't get tattoos but I got my nose pierced when I, I was 18 oh really yeah septum no side side because I knew I researched it, it and I knew that like I have enough acne scars there that it would just the worst blend it would look in. like an it would blend in so yeah. who cares it's not gonna be a I knew that there was an out I really liked the Ankh symbol the Egyptian Ankh symbol which kind of looks like a female symbol when I was like 14 through 18 thank god I didn't get it tattooed because I wanted like a big one on my ankle but I always sort of thought I was judgmental about tattoos, so I never did it. Yeah, I think it's- I got this pierced, like the top of my ear. I thought that was pretty rebellious. That I is can't. so- Does that hurt? And then it got like infected, and of then like I thought did. like how I felt horribly that it was connected to my ear, and then my dad was like, yeah, you're right, and- I think he was just saying that because what he do you didn't. Mean it's connected what are you to your ear? Like, so it got like a little infected, and then I like didn't feel healthy, and so then I connect. Andrew yeah, because sleeps in logic in his stories because he's gone there, but you he doesn't walk you to the right. where he's gone. Yeah. Do you mean that you got the flu or something or an ear infection? Yeah, I just was feeling off. Oh, like an ear canal infection. I don't know. It was infected on the top of my ear, uh-huh. and then I started to feel sick he's but but then i connected it to the ear but it's probably just i had the sniffles you know what i mean so right but then when i told my dad who's a doctor he was like yeah you're probably right but i just think he didn't want he didn't want the freaking earring he didn't want his son to have an earring on the top of his ear yeah (laughs) there's a joke there too somewhere what he can help you develop it no 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 i think he's got it 
I like it. <laughs> Am I here? <laughs> I think I'm here. So, so, so I don't know. I always would say I'd get a Chinese symbol. Like this was like my big joke when I was like, oh, I'll get a Chinese symbol that's a Chinese that means Chinese symbol. Oh, oh I was gonna get one that meant oh. unoriginal. Uh. I honestly researched <laughs> it. Really? I went to a Chinese restaurant and was like, could you guys like that's my research. I went to like a I, I, I and I asked them what is the symbol for unoriginal and they like couldn't give it to me. They didn't understand. We don't like, have such a stupid yeah, word it was in like, our language. Yeah, they kind of said that. Well, Jews aren't allowed to have tattoos. Right. Or, so my mother would always tell me that. But then she had her eyelids. She had permanent eyelids. Right. So those are tattoos. Not eyelids. I think you mean eyeliner. Eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> she, she had permanent eyes. We'll get there. We'll, we'll always get there. She tattooed her eyes. He might not get us there, but we'll get there. As a team, as a family, we'll get there. You're my it takes a village to understand what the hell Andrew is talking about. All right. That was Andrew Collin and Anya Marina. I'm still here with Andrew Collin on the road in Dallas, Texas. If you're in the Addison, Dallas area, or I don't even know what what part of Texas we're in. Like, I don't know geographically where we are at all. So if you're if you are willing to drive to Dallas, pretty much anywhere in the country, you can come see us tonight, Friday, Saturday, tomorrow, two shows each night. Again, this is probably my last time um, staying at a hotel of this caliber where it's like this is an extended stay type place where like dads who are kicked out come to live. And, you know, it's 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 nice enough, but I don't you're a little bougie. You're a little bougie, you know. I mean, this is beautiful. Well, look what everything we have. There's a fountain right there. There's I like a the proximity. Pool, a heated a hot tub. I think the weather's getting to you. If the weather was nice, we could lay out and hang out. There's really no one here. That's a nice. good point. Texas is freezing right now. It's 30-something degrees outside, and it's Texas. I just didn't even – we didn't plan for this at all. Andrew didn't bring his coat. I didn't bring my Patagonia. And uh, you know what, though? I uh, – I'm going to learn a lot about myself on this trip. I'm just going to become more of a man. I feel like Texas will do that to you. Bigger, stronger, faster. Get your, mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, just ride the bull by the horns. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling depressed today. I'm not going to lie. And you're right. The weather's probably getting to me. I've had three coffees. I just, uh, I just opened a, cracked open a monster energy drink. I did radio all morning, not radio, but we did a radio show and then we went and did TV and I flew in last night and did a show. I'm just really tired. Are people tired of hearing that I'm tired? Monster Energy is keeping me alive. I really got so excited when I just saw that in my purse and forgot that it was there. Because I was like, I don't even want to do this podcast. And then I looked in my purse and I was like, wait a second. I have the energy. Crack open a monster. It's the best. I don't, I'm leaning into it. I'm going to have to quit soon, y'all. What does it say on the back here? On the back of Monster Energy, it says, tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet. Low-carb Monster Energy. Low calories, no compromise. I hate compromising when I want no calories in my body. That's what low-carb Monster Energy is all about. Get the big, bad monster buzz you know and love. You know know I know it. But with a fraction of the calories and carbohydrates. Athletes, musicians, anarchists, co-eds, road warriors. That's me. Metalheads, not me. Geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Unleash the beast. God, they have a lot of information provided on this can. I can't believe I'm putting this in my body, you guys. Oh, I shouldn't have looked at this. I've only had a couple sips. I don't need to finish it. Yes, I do. I have three cans in my purse. Okay, here's the next clip, you guys. It's with me 
and Micah Fox from Tuesday's show. And we are talking about um, why uh, she was on the show at one point last year. And then we were like planning on being friends, but it just never happened. And here is why. Micah Fox. So we were almost going to like really kick off this friendship and get it off the ground. And then, I mean, things got in the way. You said you met a guy like right after you did my show last time. You were here in August last time. Yeah, I actually met him the night before. And he was like, like, after I got off your show, I came back to like 17 texts from this guy, which is like red red flag city, obviously. Had he listened? um, No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Because it was, I don't think he had like serious. So he would have had to like check him later. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and like I, sh- but I just love getting sucked into some like passionate. I love it when people are obsessed with me. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, it feels healthy. So people good. probably. Well, mm, it depends. If you're obsessed with the per, like, were you obsessed with him too? I, I mean, I'd only just met him at a bar, and and so, where'd you guys meet? Uh, I did um, Mayron Kagani's show. Okay. Um, and so and he came as uh, you know, just a to watch right he was just in the audience and, and he then... approached me after the show and we probably talked for like 45 minutes before i was like i'm talking to this guy too long i gotta get out of here yeah but we you know exchanged info and so like that was it and then he'd been like texting me non-stop yeah and and i even then i was just like at one point i texted him i was like do you text people you don't know this much normally because mm-hmm. like i already was like putting but, yeah you obviously saw a red flag but i still got like yeah it does sucked in how did you how did he suck you in like he just made you feel like um, well, I was like super attracted to him. So okay, like, well, that helps. That's like, so already there's that. And I was rebounding from like this two year relationship Boom. that like had faded out. So I was like ready for some passion. Yeah. And this guy was like really passionate and like, you know, kind of like a kook and like not a comic for once. And yes. so I was like, it's so rare to meet someone who like has so much to say. What and does is- he do? Um, he's also a writer, but he was um, in local politics as okay, well. Okay, got it. And he was currently running a campaign. It was right before the the election, this, this midterm election. And so, like, he had a lot going on. It was mm. all very exciting. And politics was something I was, like, just newly getting into, you know, because of, the, you know, the shithead and yeah. the chief. And so, like, I was like, okay, now I have to care. And um, sorry, am I allowed to, like... Yes, okay, of course. Great. Um, so, and so it was, like, all very exciting. And, like, his yeah, ideologies I get it. were, like... Like he seemed like, oh, this he's one he's like the real deal. He's one of the good ones and he's a vegan and like oh, wow. you know, and six foot three and I'm like, who says no to these things? Yes. And he came after you, which is yeah. intoxicating too. Yes. I mean, the power of a guy just like honing in on you, and he's attractive, and all the other things that kind of. And he wears a suit and tie. And I've been Ugh. dating comics, you know, like the last guy I dated was another person from Arizona, and so am I. So forgive me when I trash it. He's like wearing tank tops in the winter and drinking Monster Energy, and I was like, this is not the vibe I want. Oh, I'm I'm really into Monster Energy right now. <laughs> so yeah. listen, tank tops in the winter definitely not okay. But Monster, no, Monster Energy is disgusting. And it is a personality uh, disorder to it, enjoy it, them. The people who drink Monster <laughs> Energy drink also listen to corn for therapy. But honestly, I drink them on the sly. Like I, what are you doing to yourself? I bought one yesterday on the way home from work, and I sheepishly waited for the guy that was checking out in front of me to leave and then I brought it to the counter and I was like let's hurry this up bitch like (laughs) like, let me throw I put it in my bag as soon as you can like as soon as she knew I wasn't gonna steal I put it in my bag and then I go home and I just feel I can feel it burning a hole in my bag I'm so excited and then I took a nap and I'm like I want that monster I just love it I love the taste of it I love the feeling it gives me I'm addicted I'm a I'm straight up addicted and I'm gonna reach a point where I have to quit again pretty soon you've quit before oh yeah I've quit I've what's that what's that process like it's just like I just 
I think either someone catches me drinking it and I feel embarrassed or it just like starts to feel so unhealthy. Like I'm a vegan drinking monster energy drink. It I wasn't make sense. gonna point out the hypocrisy. I mean, obviously it doesn't hurt so anybody many but monsters yourself. die. Um <laughs> and making I don't know what it's from. I'm sure it hurts animals. I'm sure that there are some animals that someone just kicks a dog while they'll bottle yes. it or something. You know, like, yes. there's some animal abuse happening in a monster factory, even though they're not used in the product. The Venn diagram of people who drink monster energy and people who like beat their dogs with a crowbar are probably like a complete That Venn diagram is a circle. You're right. It is. (laughs) You're so right. Um, that's why I got rid of my dogs. I saw my addiction coming back, and I was like, I want to, I want them to be safe because I'm gonna start kicking them once I drink this shit. Um, so anyway, yes. So you thought that this guy, this guy just, uh, uh, Micah Fox is here. She's talking about a, a relationship that she kind of got sucked into, and I'm, I'm, I relate to this, and it just ended. You said a couple months ago, yeah. Okay. But it, it feels fresh, you know, because um, I only just blocked him on all social media. Oh my god, so. how did it end? Um, oh, this is so Nikki. When you hear this, I can't even. When did you know it was going to end? Let's back up. I well, did you know you weren't going to marry this guy like early on, or was there some kind of there were huge red flags the whole way? And I was like, I can never marry. But there was a piece of me that really wanted to be with this guy. Yeah, like, and he would paint pictures of the future in this way, and I could imagine it. And it's the first time I ever really could imagine a future with someone, even mm. though he had these great problems. He also had these great qualities, and so like, you know, you toggle back and forth. And he had this way of being like sucking you back in were you his girlfriend was he ever trying to play skirt around that or was he like let's be he went right for it went right probably a couple weeks in he was like we were spending all this time together and you know he loved showing me off and that's very flattering you know (sighs) love it especially if he's in politics and you're being introduced to all his co-worker like yeah he loved he would he would like do political things and be like this is my girlfriend i was like i'm a political (sighs) girlfriend and i'm like the first lady of you know some shitty democratic club and totally sucked in and like all I could think about I stopped thinking about comedy I was like what am I going to wear to these political events and like I was like I'm going to be the best political wife I never think like this right uh, and I was like well we're power couple USA and you know we're going to whatever so (laughs) but the but there was like this dark side of him where he would say things like um he would hate like he would come to my shows but then try and get me to leave right away because he hated being around comedians and I'm like okay but you came to a I met you at a comedy show right because you're friends with comedians and we hung out after so I was like this is this is our foundation he must have been but he would say things like you know comics they're like they're so into themselves and all they ever do is ask if you're a comic and then if you're not they're like not interested in you and I'm like what do you care yeah why does that if that's what happens every time why haven't you adapted Right. Oh, but to to what? To like to being like this is how comedians are, and this is how I'm going to respond, or this is how I'm going to feel. Interesting. Like, why Why is it bothering you? And so I'm sitting there, and That's also that's a really good point. Yes. Ask yourself that if you keep doing something and you're like bothered by it, why aren't you adapting? Because it's not going to change. Right. Because I was like, I can't. He's like, huh. if I go to this comedy party, everyone's going to ask me if I'm a comedian. I'm like, you're right. And I can't stop them from doing that. And, like, he almost said it like, I should warn my friends, like, don't ask him if he's a comic. And it's like, how else do you even – that's what just what you do. Yeah. I, I, I had a boyfriend who wasn't a comic and had the same issue with comedians of, like, they think they're cooler than yeah. other people. And he's not wrong. The thing is, we are cooler than you. <laughs> so, okay. So, but that doesn't mean we don't want to talk to you or know you. Yeah. Prove that you're as cool as us. Yeah. Like, I would always say <laughs> – People go, oh, is your boyfriend a comedian? And I go, no, but he's he gets it. Yeah. So just treat him the na- the same. Because I wouldn't be with him if he didn't get it. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. I was like, why are... I was like, you're with me. Yeah, I've, I vouch. I vouch, yes. So where's the problem, you mm-hmm. know? 
And it's because he didn't want to be like on any unequal foot. He had to be, you know, there's like this ego, but he wouldn't say it like that. And um, the final straw was I was going to, yeah, um, Marianne Way's holiday party. You know, this party. Yes. It's huge. Hundreds of comics. It's a fucking nightmare. Right. But I love it. Right. I love that kind of energy. Yeah. So I invite him and he's like, I have, you have to promise me that you're going to be a good partner to me at this party. And I'm mm. like, what? And, you know, I was like, what does that mean? He's like, why do I have to explain what this means? And I'm like, well, now you really have to, right? Yeah. Because this whole thing, I'm like, so wait, you want me to spend the whole party, like, keeping an eye on you? Like, he's like, don't walk away from me. Don't strand me. And I'm like, oh, There's this guy's got of- a lot of- yeah. wrapped up in how people perceive him. And then yes. when they don't perceive him, he's upset about it. Well, like, and also I'm like, this is a work party for me. So if you can't. Why don't you be my partner? That's exactly it. I was like, can you be there for me? How about when you can see I'm in a conversation that maybe will help my career? Like you offer to get us drinks or you give us some space. Like, yes, that's how you're a good partner. Mm -hmm. But he didn't see it. And I was like, so I was like, maybe you shouldn't go. And then he's crying. And I'm like, this is a guy who would cry when we fought. Oh, no. Right. I've never been with that. Me neither. And so like, and I'm, you know, just like, oh, no, I've like hurt this person. But also I'm like fucking disgusted at the same time yes so I'm dreading this party obviously I'm like this is such a nightmare and he's like he's like bring a bag and come over to my place afterward I'm like I don't want to bring a bag to a party three oh so you guys are not going to the party together we are oh we are are because now I feel like if I uninvite him that's a bigger problem oh my god so I but now I'm dreading this thing that I was looking forward to and I you know like the day before I'm like I don't I was like I don't want to bring a bag to the party can we just take a cab and we'll figure it out and and uh and so it gets to the end of the party. He's like, hey, can we go? It's like 1.30 in the morning, but I'm like having fun. I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not ready to go yet. And he, he's like, when do you think we'll go? And I was like, I don't want to put a time limit on. He's like, well, then I'm just going to go now. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Then that's when the shit finished. He's like, why don't you just break up with me before the party then? I was like, yo. <laughs> and so that's when he broke up with you? Pretty much. And he pulled me outside of the party. I was like, why am I having a fight outside of a, a No. And then, right, and so I don't go home with him. He leaves. I stay, have a great time, right? Yeah, of course. And then the next Just day, him. yeah, and the next day I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, it didn't work out last night. Let's get together today, blah, 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 blah. And he was just like, I just don't see a future with us. And I'm like, Oof. fine, actually. And then after that, was there any communication between the two of you? Did he try to come back around? This seems like a, a rash decision that he would regret. Well, so no? at first I like I wasn't like, fine, that's fine with me. I was like, no, no, you have to. Oh. I was like, I'm so sorry. I know you Please. didn't want this. You know, I know don't do I know this. I promised you I wouldn't leave you and then he's like, you abandoned me. Both. And like, meanwhile like, you're he's taking done- all the blame. You're saying all the right things. Anything to get him back. Yeah. Just like psychopath. And then like, right. but he put okay, so then, is this like too much of a story? I know I'm no, like get rambling the- on. So I just started going to therapy because because he pushed me into it because he thinks I'm the crazy one, right? Yeah. So I finally start going into therapy. Good. And so I'm in my like second session with this lady. And I'm like, you're not going to fucking believe it. But this guy just dumped me. This guy that I told you I came here to see because of him yeah. just dumped me. And um, and she like, she's just like, do you think he's manipulative? And all of a sudden, like, it all just like, it just needed one person to like crack the egg like, and have the yolk go everywhere. Yeah. And you see it all right. for what it was. And I knew it, but I was just like, I needed someone else to be like. Don't fucking fight for this guy. Yeah. I don't fight for him. Next up on the podcast, we have a clip from Wednesday's show, which was quite a doozy. We had um, Andrew Collin in studio, who is sitting right next to me here in this residence. Oh, wait. I can't say. What? A residence in? Oh, you think people are going to You know what? You? Come and try to find me and murder me. I'm I have it's first of all this place is huge and I have so many Ted Bundy proof locks on my door. Like I am 
armed and ready for you. Actually, please don't come and murder me. I just don't feel like dealing with this this weekend. Sometimes I'm like so tired in bed and I hear something and I'm like, I just don't have the energy to be murdered right now. I just want to sleep. Or on a plane. No, no, no. I never feel like just murder me. But sometimes on a plane when the turbulence starts, I'm like, I can't deal. I can't have that. I don't have the energy to get sad and cry and like try to call my loved ones and download the Wi-Fi so that I can say my goodbyes. Like I'd rather not deal with a plane crash right now. It's more. It's less about like I don't want to die and more about I just want to sleep right now. Yeah. Is that relatable? Anyway, Wednesday show we had on Andrew Collin, Krista Stefano, who's um, our special size 38 waist is on Comedy Central right now and um, on the app. You should watch it. He's one of the most hilarious comedians out there today. Chris Seveno was in. He's so funny. This episode is my pick of the week to go download on the app and like listen in because it was just nonstop fun. And then Maury Povich stops by, y'all. Maury Povich. This is one clip from our long discussion with Maury Povich. This, again, is Wednesday's episode. You should download the SiriusXM app and get a SiriusXM subscription to hear all of these episodes in full length. They're two hours long. Enjoy it. Here's the clip. <laughs> you guys met at a station? Oh, yeah. Working together? Oh, sure. Oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. That was awesome. Was oh, that yeah. so fun oh, in the well, early was, days well, of, like, no she, one knew? First of all, she, she uh, I, I started before her. I'm much older than she. Well, not much. I'm significantly older. And so uh, I was a pretty big name in Washington, D.C., my hometown. She was hired as the assistant to the news director, the secretary, okay? The first job that opens up in a newsroom is a weekend writing job. She wants the job. The news director says, you can't have the job. Uh, you're my assistant. You're, you're my secretary. You can't, you can't. Uh, yes, I want the job. Well, you can't get the job unless you replace yourself. She walks out of the newsroom across the street into a bank, looks at the first woman teller and says, you want to be in TV? Come with me. Replaced herself and became a big star. Oh, my Fast God. Forward, and nobody really knew who she was. And then all of a sudden we're going, wow, that took a lot of guts. I mean, that's really aggressive. And so... She becomes a star. She goes to L.A. She becomes the big and a uh, big anchor, and then I'm hired as her second uh, banana, her co-anchor. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> and, uh, and six months later, the new general manager fired me, and then so she took such pity on me. We started to date. Wait, you dated <laughs> after? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So she was. That's nothing awesome. happened before. No, I mean no. Was I there just any knew her. Flirtation? Oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean maybe. there had to, to be been a little something, something. Well, Connie, she had become a a pretty big star uh, at CBS and the Washington bureau during Watergate. I mean, she was a big star during Watergate, and so she went to L.A. and became a you know a huge hit and. She really did, and I was. She was the only person I knew in that whole West Coast newsroom, and so when I got fired, she took pity on me. Well, that how did that feel? Be, I mean, you getting lost, fired was the worst I, thing in my life. But then you started the dating best, the person, and the best thing in my life, and the life. best thing because yes, the greatest fear of anyone in this business is getting fired. That's the worst fear because a you don't know what it's going to feel like, and b. Will you ever work again? Yeah. And so when you end up having the feeling, at least you know what it's like. It's shit. It's shit. (laughs) It's shit. That's so true. And by the way, I I believe that that's all part of my personality that I bring out. Hey, I've had my lows, you know? Yes. I've been fired. I've, I've laid down on a couch and wondered to myself, should I be in this business? I mean, what the hell? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's great to hear that you've had that thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and then what you do, what you do, you end up watching TV, <laughs> you know, and I'm watching all the newscasts. And I'm saying, shit, I, I'm as good as that guy. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, I can do that story. I mean, what, what the heck? And so I got a job in San Francisco about three or four months later. And then we started dating and had a commuting relationship between L.A. and San Francisco. Wow. Nice. But never, we dated for eight years before we got married. Well, that's Old smart. School, but not exclusively. She says I dated people I couldn't even remember their first names. And she dated nothing but stars in Hollywood. Oh, really? Oh. I love this. That sounds fun. Yeah. So that's, I mean. So before you got married and settled down, you were together and you would see each other when you could, but you exactly. were just like, hey, no. we're in different cities. We're, things are going to happen. Exactly. I love it. I love it. There yeah. was no, in fact, uh, she, she said, to me, she would say to me sometimes, well, maybe we should get married. And I said, no, I don't want to. And then I would say to her, well, maybe we should get married. And she said, no, I don't want to. And then finally she called me up and she said, we can get married now. I said, why? She says, because I found a dress. <laughs> so she yeah. called and it in the end. Six weeks later, we got married. Oh my gosh! Wow. And that was thirty-four years ago. That wow. And then where where did you move after that when you got married? Well, then I was back in Washington, and she was in New York, and we commuted for the first two years. And then this yeah. wild Australian named Rupert Murdoch called up and said, "We're going to start this show called A Current Affair." And, and uh, we're going to move you to New York, and you're going to find out whether you can live with your wife. Now you have to understand, <laughs> I, I, I was I was a I was a local anchorman, so she would we would I would come to New York every week or two uh, to see each other on the weekends. We're married, and I would go to the apartment building, and I would say, uh, Connie Chung, please, who is this? I said, uh, I, I, I'm her husband, and he would call up and say, uh, Ms. Chung. Mr. Chung is downstairs. <laughs> and that's when I knew yeah. that I had a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. I love, she, I love your wife. Well, she is, I, uh, yeah, she's, she is uh, indefatigable. She is. I got to look that best. word up later. Yeah. She's just, it's just. It's good. good. It's good, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be good. Like, no, it's just. It's, 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 Nothing can penetrate her. She is going to Except she's you. going to march to her own drum. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Once in a while. Thanks, Chris. No problem, man. That's why I'm here, just sniping. Nikki does the th I just snipe in, Nothing come out. Penetrate. Some yeah. hit, some don't hit. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I have Nikki's right. approval. And I got that. All right, that was Chris Stefano, Andrew Collin, me and Maury Povich. And um Wednesday show was so damn good, I asked Noah to pick two clips from it so you guys could hear um, two separate clips because it was so much fun. So here is me, Chris, and Andrew just – and Daniel Sloss. Oh, yeah, Daniel Sloss was there. God damn it, he was funny. Dude, Daniel Sloss has two hours on Netflix, one of which, the latter of which, um, has been cited in like a 1,000 divorces. 20,000, 20,000, 20, 75 divorces. Yeah. Um, proud of ruining families. He's very proud of it, but he was so funny. This uh, this was like one of my favorite episodes of all time. So enjoy Daniel Slash, me, Chris Stefano, Andrew Collin. It was a full house, but a funny one. Here we go. 
Everyone wants their mom. Do you agree on that? That's my theory, is that when a guy rejects you, like, my friends always go, you know, like, he said he didn't want to be in a relationship, and now he's dating this girl, and she's not even as cute as me. She's not as funny. And I go, yeah, because he's looking for his mom. And she's like, but she's not funny or cute. And I'm like, neither is his mom. His mom is not funny or cute. Yeah. And he finally found her. Don't you, do you think there's some truth to that? Sure, I only like a girl if she'll fuck my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So nothing like your mom. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a kid like with a woman that I barely knew, like second, third date in, got pregnant, we had a child. And before I had that, I was like the opposite of what of what you yeah. just said. I was like, oh, I want a wife and I want this. But now that I have a child and I kind of understand what like the real love towards her is I'm with you where I'm like I don't I feel like some of my some of my closest friends like I knew one one of my friends was getting married I'm like you're just doing this because you think you have to do this because everybody in the neighborhood's getting married I'm like this isn't I, I wouldn't say this to her but I was like this isn't going to work in my head I was like it's you're just trying to follow some trend right now you don't really love this guy yeah but again not I just went and had fun at the wedding and now they're divorced because I'm like you see like I knew that this was going to happen it's it wasn't real none of it was real you're just you're we, just a follower. Yeah, you we, know? We, we, we do the rest to emulate the rest of society. And whenever the rest of the society is in a relationship, you just sit there and go, and it, that's the pressure that the rest of the world puts on you because they sit there. Nobody talks about how shit their relationship actually is. Yeah. Because we live in the Instagram generation of me and this one going for coffee, climbing a goddamn fucking hill together. You're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, Sarah loves John and John's a dick. So yeah. therefore, it must be worth it to stay sure. in this relationship with this terrible fucking human being. And then you just end up banging someone, they make you come, and you're like, fucking this will do. Fuck. Yeah. Well, this, is, this is me forever. Yep. Because marriage, it's kind of like an archaic principle anyway. I mean, you only used to know the people in your village yeah. when marriage was a thing and like you were married, it was a business decision. And also all of our grandfathers were stalkers. Every sure. single one of our grandfathers, every story is always, so your grand yeah. didn't yeah. like me at first I and then I her wore her yeah. down. Yeah. You're like, gee, she's not a fucking horse. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. I it is, it, but they're, okay, I've always been on like this, marriage is an archaic thing and I right. don't need it and you, and it's it's bound to fail. You, mm -hmm. you change too much to be with someone forever. Right. But then I do see marriages where I'm like, oh, it looks like, it, there are some I, I, good ones, yeah, but they're I few get and far still. between. You do. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not against relationship and I'm not against true love. What I am against is people getting into fucking relationships because they feel they have to. Like, I, yeah. I, I do believe I want to get married. I want to have kids. Like I know that for a fact. But I'm not gonna fucking jam the first person that walks into my goddamn life into that place and just be yeah. like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to force it to happen. And I believe that 90% of relationships are people that force these things to happen. And that's why the divorce rate is so high. And I know it's true because my show, where I say these opinions, has caused 20,000 fucking breakups. I know I'm right. Ugh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what? Um, it's great. What do you think the secret is to like a good marriage, though? Like. Love your, first of all, I, you I, have to love yourself. That is essential. Yeah, because otherwise, you other, if you don't love yourself, you're going to employ someone else to fucking do it for you. Or you're going to pick someone who doesn't really love you either because if you don't love yourself, you can't love someone who actually loves you because you're going to be like, you have bad taste. Yeah, you're not you, going to really right. trust them. Right. Yeah, you don't yeah, you don't respect them. So it's just it, like, how could you possibly fuck me? So you have to love yourself. Yeah, you have to love yourself. Yeah. And that's, I think, yeah, that's a good... Um, 
Yeah, I don't also, know. Also, I think curiosity, man. I think when you are in your 20s, shag fucking everything, right? I, yeah. I go... Curiosity I, is the number one cause of divorce. I reckon you sit there, people get married too young, and, and then yeah. they get to 28 or 30, and they go, fuck, what if I was single? What if I was single? What would that be? I reckon I'd get so much pussy or dick. And you wouldn't. Yeah. But you don't know that because you got married when you were fucking I, And yeah. I think it happens naturally because... 20s even like early 30s i was like that just whatever i, I'm sorry, I just want to get with girls i want to have sex 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 whatever but now i'm 34 now i'm just like i don't want to keep hooking up with women because like i don't want to get mono you yeah. know like i just don't want to get sick <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just do like you, do you think you, your biggest your, your yeah. ba- this std you're most scared of is the fucking kissing yeah. Yeah. That's that's all all that I you don't get mono if it. you eat ass that's the secret that's you hey i don't know about that you could it depends um, I, but I, it's like now I'm at a place where it's like I feel like for the first time in my life I could be with just one woman. I could, I don't know if it, I don't know how I'll feel in a year, right. but I, I just, but that's because you've lived a single life. That's what I'm saying. I've never in my life, and though, your career even, is more settled, and now you have your every daughter, other time right? I'd be like, there's no way, even though I'm in love with my girlfriend at the, if I was dating someone, I'd be like, I'm not gonna be able to just be with her. I can't do it. But now I'm like, I could see myself for 20 years just. Being with this woman because I just I don't have the energy and I don't want to use the energy to go chase women anymore. Mm. It's just naturally thing. gone. I've been because I I like in relationships when my boyfriend or whatever like hooks up with other girls like I'm just turned on. But I like it and yeah. um and a lot of times I'll be in relationships and I'll be like yeah go you can do something and they're like that's why I'm in a relationship. I don't want to like be single anymore and like yeah. try to pick up women. It's exhausting. It's really point, you do get exhausted. With your boyfriend yeah. hooking out with other people. I am. Fucking That's great. Yeah. That's great. I know everyone's and it, I, every time I present this idea because it is rare. There's a couple girls like me I found on Reddit who are into the same thing, and it's I, I always feel like I'm like I love my boyfriend, yeah. fucking girls. <laughs> That's it's what it not is. Not that. No, there are. There was a girl the other day. I follow this um, subreddit. I follow the subreddit Sex because they're like always talking about interesting stuff. And and um, there was one girl that was like, Hey, I'm into this. It's because when a guy is into his girlfriend getting banged by a, other dudes. He's a cuck. And, not a cuck. It, it, when you don't want to be in the room for it, you're not like, oh, I want to. I can't get out of my restraints, and you're banging my <laughs> wife. It's not that. It's like you're into it. You want to hear about it later. You don't need to be there for it. It's called hot wife or whatever. It's like you have okay. a hot wife, and so you're into having a, hot, a wife that turns on other guys. Okay. And so okay. they've. So now girls are being like adopting it, and so I think I have what I have is hot husband. Like I want. Yeah. A guy who other girls are like into, and okay. I want them to like get something out of it and I want to hear about it later but it it and I always whenever I bring this up I always feel like I'm like aren't I like a cool girl but it's it's actually it's more, a lot of people don't do you like want to see what the other woman looks like and know who they are Maybe or later, anything I thought at first because at first when do I was like do you want to just FaceTime this, you while I'm railing yeah. her yeah no because just wear a little like GoPro the data is yeah, yeah. yeah. well it started because I I don't know if I talked about this on the show I've talked about it extensively on podcasts and stuff but um it started because i was with my ex-boyfriend and i would always be like tell me about stories of when you've hooked up with other Mm -hmm. girls like Mm. i just want to hear every detail and then he like ran out of stories because there's only a a a finite amount of women before (laughs) me right 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 you know there's only so many incredible like (laughs) went into a closet four days later i mean it was quick because most hookups aren't that interesting yeah and you can't really conjure all these like this imagery that i kind of what do you want to hear like what are you looking to hear that would turn you on just like a guy just like like whenever he would just like go for it with a girl and she would be like oh my god like that kind of thing you know what's the hottest thing that ever happened to me I was like a licensed (laughs) physical therapist 
And like I was that with doesn't sound hard. I know. No, I know. <laughs> I'm licensed, yeah, baby. Dude, the fact that you're like licensed. A, no, yeah, I was it sounds like you're about to tell me about a crime you did. This, no, no, no. But this woman <laughs> yeah, came in yeah. with tennis, here's how I got fired. No, with tennis elbow. She just came in, which is like not a. It's tennis, and I. She was like a hot, recently divorced woman, and I was like extremely professional. Like I was just like massaging her elbow, and then she was just like, "Look, I'm just gonna say this. I want to get on my knees and suck your dick right now." Oh, you gave her golf mouth, and I was just like. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Wait. I swear what did you do? to cr- and I was just I was like 23 years old, 24 years old. Was she hot? She was really hot. And so I what? just first of all, I was like in khakis and like I just got an instant boner through my khakis. Yeah. Just like in, like I couldn't hide it. It was like sticking out of my pocket. And then I was like, "Well, it's like illegal." And she was like, "That's why I want to do it. Oh. It's what turns me on." She was like, "I promise you, like I'll write on a piece of paper right now that I'll, I won't say anything." She's like, "I really just want to do it." And like I, she's like, "I actually need to do it." And she was like, "So just I lock love the door." This oh my woman. god! Yeah, and then it was she. It was if literally. This, does this end with you getting a blowjob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This, this, this literally yeah. ends with wait, me getting a ten-second blowjob because I just couldn't hold it in. Like she literally <laughs> gave like two pumps, and I was like, "I'm done." You and, know. Like, and what did she do? Nothing. She was she happy. Was, she was ecstatic. She went. Mm, mm. I swear. How oh, my elbow was yeah, 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 yeah. amazing. And yeah, then it's to all my problems. And then I said, "I said, what? Do you want me to continue with with the massage?" And she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "I have like numbness in my arm." And then, then, and then she came back, and I didn't know. I told my boss, of course, I was gonna, she, you know, I was like, I was like, this is what happened. And he was like, Oh my god, yes! <laughs> like he was so, he was like so, you know, I thought he was gonna be like, we have to call yeah, like the state board. Yeah. He's like, Fuck it, yeah! He was like, Did she send you any pics? And yeah. I'm like, No. Can you refer her to me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, like, I, gotta, I gotta send this to the higher ups. This is the worst yeah. tennis elbow I've seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. yeah. Let me look like, at those X-rays. He was yeah. like, yeah. I remember. I'm, he was, I'm gonna mouth. need to bring in another consultant, Jerry. Jerry. I remember he was like. So hot. He was like, "Fuck!" I, I, he was like, "Damn!" He was like, I, "I, was gonna take that patient, but I gave it to you." But I remember he was like three hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, he had like a ketchup stain on his shirt. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." It wasn't. But, yeah, he's cool just story. thinking that it was for anyone. For anybody, it's like yeah. no. And then she, you know, like maybe treated her two or three more times, and then she messaged me on Facebook. This is like. 10, 11 years ago, she messaged me on Facebook and she was just like, it the was elbows like, back. She wanted me yeah. to just come over and have sex with her. And then I, we did that maybe three or four times. <laughs> you I did swear. Go? No, we did that like maybe if three or four times. This is how you met the mother of your child. <laughs> yeah. I swear to imagine? fucking God. No, she doesn't play no. tennis. And then, and then, and then it <laughs> all the just elbow. stopped one day. And then it just, she stopped messaging me. And then I like looked on her Facebook maybe a year later and she was like remarried to either her old husband or a new guy. But it was just like that. Ugh. I couldn't believe, like when she said that, I, uh, I'm being dead serious. I thought when she said that that I was having some kind of like a, a hallucination stroke. Yeah. or stroke or something mm. like that. Like I, my heart palp. It's I was so like, what's wrong? Crazily whorish. Yeah, yeah. it was so, nuts. It's so it's, cool. Get, I think that woman's so cool. You get times I've I've had things happen to me where you just go I, the, the, when you tell the story you go I know you're not going to believe this because no. I don't even believe this happened. Yeah. I got a foot job on a plane once. What? A foot job? What? A foot what? job on a foot like and I to this. How and I, and did it start? Get, man, get us through this. I, I'm going to tell you this. I also job? do not believe this fucking happened, and this is my story, yeah. and it fucking happened to okay, me. Okay. My flight to the UK uh, from uh, Chicago was fucking delayed. Chicago. Uh, and uh, it was Chicago. delayed. They got me a new flight. I go to business lounge because they're like, "We're sorry for the mix-up." I got absolutely shit-faced in the fucking lounge. I get on the plane. The what airline? 
Uh, oh God! Uh, I think British Spirit, Airways. British, British Airways. That's a foot job. Yeah, 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 yeah. American, you get a blowjob. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> yeah, yeah, out how you were sitting. I just oh. want. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. So, so I'm. Uh, uh, Spirit, planes, you dry hump. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just on the and leg. You pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nine dollars. United, United is a hand job over the trousers, but you have to give it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. You have to yeah. give other people. The flight's fucking empty. I'm shit faced. The British Airways uh, steward comes down, and I'm sad. And this is the bit where I know that I don't believe it. She was fucking. She was Filipino. Were you in first class or whatever? No, no, okay. no. Oh no, economy. Okay. Right. Okay. Sat there, me, her, middle aisle, and the guy comes down and he gives. I'm like, I'll have a red wine. She's like, I'll have a champagne. He's like, Ah, it's an empty flight. Have two each. We ended up just getting really, really drunk, not saying a word to Wait, each other. Wait, you have an aisle between you? No, 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 no. Like we're center row. Like center four row. Seats. Me on the uh, beside the aisle. Her to my left. Empty chair. Bloke. The three, okay. Three and beside me across the aisle, a family of three. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> but then you. a lot of emptiness in the rest of the. Place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's I'm just a busy sat, row. Uh, the lights go yeah. off. I'm yeah. watching a movie. We're very drunk, and just this hand that is not my hand comes under <gasps> the thing and just starts jerking me off. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This is a, like, I look at it. She's not making eye. She's just jerking me off under this fucking thing, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm fine with this. This is great. Right? I jizz everywhere you... on the fucking blanket. Oh I have to, like, God, cram it under the fucking thing in front. Of course. Oh, no. Right? Yeah, you did a and cram. I yeah. sort of turn around and Wait, she... Wait, she starts... She put your hand in your... I thought you she... said a foot job. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I guess, get there. yeah. Okay, It's a okay. long flight. Yeah, because, right... Okay, What All right, movie? Go. What movie? I, I thought it was, like, a different term in the <laughs> UK. Like, I was watching the... Uh, the <laughs> I was watching the blind <laughs> Foot side. means hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Sandra Bullock, while a woman molested my body. she's so hot, Sandra You always remember whatever you're watching when you're getting fingered or something's distracted you just kind of zone out and you're not really watching it but you can have a memory of yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew and you would time, remember I can't watch the blind side anymore without getting a fucking, <laughs> fucking huge boner yeah. people are like god you really like that black kid yeah. who plays football I'm like I'm really sorry you it love American football <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah it was the pads yeah. okay so, get us to the foot so mm. and, right, and then and then she sort of laughs and I'm just there like okay like just processing what happened and then 30 fucking minutes later I feel my buttons and my trousers getting undone. And I look, yeah, and her hands it's are there. It's a family of three. And it's with her fucking feet. She's leaning over. I'm like, I've never <laughs> had a foot job in my life. It's not my thing. But she, the dexterity of this woman was impressive. Yeah. She gets out with her feet. She gives me a full fucking blown foot job. I come what? In, I come you came in, again? In the second, because I had to ask for a second blanket. I was like, I spilled on the first one. Right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> and she gave it a, a, a second one. I have to cram it under there. This poor British Airways. There's two blankets like, now. Oh, oh man. He's fucking, God. he's been. Fucking papadoms the second I'm off the flight. Like it's just, it's a, she does it again. I like I'm just laughing and sort of so I'm steaming drunk. She's clearly very fucking drunk. I fall asleep instantly. Like I'm just yeah. like for the remaining seven How hours of that she flight. Like- like, uh, did she like, have to kind of scoot over the, to the, and the what, other like, thing? Here, like, yeah. This is how she's doing And what about nice. the bloke uh, next to her? No, no, no. The g- Sleep. Okay, Asleep. so there was a, so she had two seats to work with some yeah, yeah, yeah. room she, yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. okay. But she just fully sort of, and she was watching the movie, though. Like, she did not make eye contact with me at any point. What? During this. And wow. I, the th- thing is, after You're the, causing I, a divorce right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going God. on, I remember going to the bathroom afterwards and just looking at myself in the mirror and just laughing and yeah. just saying the words to myself, nobody is ever going to believe you yeah. because I still, to this day, don't believe yeah. it happened. Holy and yeah. it fucking Shit. happened to me. 
Did you say that, bye when the plane landed, or what this happened? This is the bit where I'm a monster, right? Uh, like she was like, "Where are you going?" She, uh, I was like, "I'm going back to Scotland." Where are you going? She goes, "I'm going to uh, Norway." She was like, "We leave what terminal?" I was like, "Terminal 3. She was like, "Same." Should we just hang out? I was like, "Well, I fucking owe you breakfast, like bare minimum." Like, of course, yeah. yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. Like, thank you for the greatest thing that's ever fucking out. I was 23 yeah. at the time. Right? Oh my god, Ooh, the coolest 23, fucking. 23, great oh, age. Oh, and she was nice. like, she was like 35. That's why you could come like, twice. Was, yeah, yeah. 34. No, you would have just been but asleep. But was it yours? 23? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 23. Yeah. What an age. It's the best age. Fucking good age. Yeah, and, I do, and when I was getting uh, the blowjob, I remember the. I remember Celine Dion was playing on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You remember like yeah. your sense Every memory. Every night. And... That was the second clip from Wednesday's show. Now moving on to Thursday's show. Um, before we get into it, any final thoughts? I mean, we're approaching the end of this podcast. We're here in Dallas all weekend. Andrew might be hooking up tonight. He's got some DM potential really happening. To any Anything you want to tell our listeners? I mean, by the time people hear this, it could have already happened. What day is what day does this come out? Today. Come to my apartment. Come to my hotel room, and uh, I'll take care of you. Just the old-fashioned way. Wait, you're not going to reference the thing that might happen? Oh, yeah. So I have one girl in my DMs right now who's beautiful, most beautiful girl I've ever, I think, DM'd with. And I'm really excited about it. I don't think it's real. I don't think a girl of this caliber of looks could really actually fuck me. But, you, you know... I think if uh, you're funny enough and you have a dream and and you you work hard enough and you keep your head down, you can fuck a girl that you don't deserve. And I hope that happens tonight. There you have it, guys. I stay tuned for next week's episode and and all the shows all this week. Uh, this coming week, I'm going to be doing shows out of LA, and Andrew will be there for a, a bulk of them, and we will cover everything that happens this weekend. But just Send good vibes to him and his sad, divorced dad hotel room where he's going to bang the hottest girl that's ever talked to him. Hopefully. Yeah. God willing. She's coming to the late show tonight, so we shall see. And they are DMing, and yeah, it seems like there's a lot of potential there. Moving into Thursday's show, uh, it is me, Anya Marina, and Ian Fidance, friend of the show, Ian Fidance, friend of the show, Anya Marina, um, talking... And Kate Walsh was there, too, for this episode, but this clip she wasn't there for. Oh, okay. We're talking about vaginas. I got a, um, a, a a procedure done to my vagina this week that I talked about on this episode. I don't know if it's in this clip, but this is what spurred this clip, is talking about the oper- the, the procedure I had. I had, a, um, I had a shot into my clitoris. That is true. <laughs> I had a shot into my clitoris. Shot to the clitoris. Yes, and you and, got laid. I did not get laid. But um, if you want to hear all about that, um, I don't know if it's on this clip or not. So you might be about to hear it. But you got to go download the app and listen to the full episode to hear why and what I did to my vagina. No regrets. Here we go. Anya Marina, Ian Finance, me talking about a buzzy. I'm well, I like mine too. I'm not proud of mine though. I'm always a little bit nervous when like, a guy it okay? sees it the first time yeah. or like oh, really? touches it the first time. I'm, there's always a part of, I think every woman listening to me in the car right now feels the same way. Raise your lips if you. <laughs> yeah, raise your lips in your car. There's always a moment where you're like, I don't really care. Like he's not going to scream and like yell at me because my vagina's gross oh, but like there's yeah. a part like like where they're like trying to finger you where they're trying to like navigate your vagina. You know what I mean? Like get the stuff out of the way so they can get in it. Maybe the That's reason a little I bit tense. don't feel that way is that I you grew up in an age of like a lot of porn where everybody your age was watching a ton of porn so you saw a bunch of 
quote unquote perfect vaginas all the time. So you compared yourself. Whereas I didn't hardly see any vaginas growing up, even in high school. And I've still probably only seen like a handful of yeah. my friends' vagina, and I never like get Ted up Bundy in there. Ted Bundy had a handful of them from <laughs> oh women. That's he was. He kept them in his glove box. Yeah, and he just GW. would have a handful. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong, Anya. Person. But let me ask you a question, Anya. Box. And you don't have to answer this because yeah. it's quite um, intrusive. And I know Noah will probably answer it, or Jen. They they're open books they and have nothing to lose. Uh, that's not true at all. <laughs> That's Go not true ahead. at all, but sometimes they answer questions where I'm like, okay. you bitches are so open. I'm so grateful for it. Um, when a guy goes to finger you, right? Yeah. Is there ever, do they have to get through anything? Do, sometimes when you're not wet enough, do they have to like kind of push things that through customs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect analogy is there ever a there's there's a moment where they have to kind of like okay here's some papers where they have to go like no okay then you don't have a vagina like mine and okay. you don't have a vagina like girls that I'm i talking loved about. You what have you a did perfect just now vagina. with your fingers she was just like i like that that's like my asmr what you just did fingering through these papers do you know the type of vagina i'm talking about ian oh yeah and you're wet inside, but you got to get through some stuff to get to the wetness. But okay. when you get wet, is it just like pouring out of you already? No, when they not touch always. your vagina, is it already like? Depends if you're wet. on how things are going. No, but if you're already wet, because sometimes uh-huh. I can be wet and someone can finger and me, and they won't know Stealth. until they get in. Does that relate? Like Do you the relate to that? The fat black. Mm. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm, yeah, I think in, inside it's wet. No, but. <laughs> But are you ever insecure? This is what I'm yeah. telling, talking to guys about. Like, a woman can be wet, and when you finger her initially, it doesn't feel wet because you haven't gotten inside. It's not right. like we just start seeping like a cave wall. And right, as a right. as a guy, that is a moment of insecurity for us because you're like, oh god, is she not turned on? Oh god, am I? Does she think I'm gross? Oh no, what is? Oh god, this. And then that's why you'd kinda, you kind of you know break that seal, and you're wet. like, oh, this is great. You're just like, you know, like spit in your hand or whatever. We shouldn't have to do that. I'm tired no, 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 of spitting no. on myself. T- <laughs> guys, just what do you? I mean, guys need not... to make us wet, and they no, need I'm... to stop going okay. for it too soon. That's my point. Is like a lot of times guys for- go for it too soon, but a lot of times I'm super wet and super turned on, and my vagina just hasn't the the wetness hasn't yeah. g- hitten the front part yet. Yes. It's like just because yeah, yeah. the room's dark doesn't mean the sun's not shining outside. Once you yes. open up the curtains, yes. then you're like, oh, it's been I have blackout curtains yeah. in my vagina. <laughs> I have they wet should out be curtains. Going, they should be like performing oral sex, though. And then, then everything's I think there's wet. a miscommunication here, Anya. Okay, what? Yeah, I think you're- We're still talking about fingering? I'm just saying your vagina is not like mine, if you've never okay. experienced that, of like, I'm dry, like, but I really am wet. Dry. And Anya, no, take it out. No, not really dry. <laughs> is this making sense, Jen? It makes total sense. I was just perfect I pussy over it. here is pretending to have yeah. a gross vagina, and she doesn't. And by gross, I mean quote unquote too many lips, a lot <laughs> impeding you from reaching the wetness inside. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? So I got um because I looked it up because I was like well, I hate this because every time he has to spit on me, I don't like being spit on because I feel like it's dirty. Yeah. So then I got this V Magic cream because it's 
Khloe Kardashian swears by it. It basically is like, it makes those the lips like um, wet. And it's like very organic. So I didn't get irritated from it. So then they can slide in. And then when I get, when they get in, it is wet. Yeah. It's just like that entrance when is always so dry. When do you put it on? Okay. Um, I put on the lips because it's just Before. The, yeah, before yeah. you hook but up. why aren't they yeah. eating when like in your purse? So when you're yeah. making out, you're like, uh, give me a second, fella. No, no. Well, before, I mean, I already know I'm going to hook up. So if I, before I go over there, I already kind of, and it, and it works when I, I shave because it also can be used as like a, um, like a, a soothing yeah. uh, oil to put on after you yes, have like razor burn. Yeah, yeah, aftershave. Yes, that's the word. Maybe I just <laughs> haven't been having enough sex and it's been so long. I can't really remember these moments, but I'm sure that's how. Well, happened. that's how sex starts is usually a guy fingers you. I mean, like, I feel like the first oh, encounter with your vagina. and making out. I like to make out for a long time and do like with the clothes on. But have, has a guy never gone for your vagina too soon? Yes, definitely that's happened. Okay. And yes, and then there's that... Like, yeah, I I call this this yeah you're the squeak yeah. where you're like get wet get wet and you're like oh, I couldn't and he now he's like thinks I'm menopausal or whatever. Oh. There's all this insecurity and that's why I'm just guys need to not go for it. When was the last time I've never felt insecure? I always feel like this is your time to do what you're supposed to do. Can I that's say how when, I feel. when guys feel insecure when you go to reach down our pants over and you're not hard yet? Belt, no, you are hard. We but never it's, do it it's before like, you're hard. It's like a weird angle. So, like, your penis is, like, sticking up. But you know how, like, when you unleash it, you can see everything? Yeah. But in the pant, it's kind of, like, in and up, so it kind of can seem smaller than it is. And that's so, like... Ne- that's never occurred to us. Mm-mm. Just FYI. Yeah. But I love that you guys have collective insecurity about something. Yeah. I just don't... I can't remember... And also, remember... penis size, looking at porno. My God. Yeah. You think you have a tiny yeah, wang. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought I had a tiny one my whole life. Right. When I was and younger. So I was just and looking at these hammers. Happened? I I thought I had it, and then I found out I had one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was confirmed. By, uh, case Multiple study. sources. <laughs> that was the last clip of the podcast this week, guys. It's the You Up podcast. Tell your friends about it. Post about it on your story. If anything resonates with you, just turn other people onto it. Go rate and review. And if you want to hear more of what you heard on this show um, or on this podcast, you can always... Get a SiriusXM subscription and hear us every single morning, 10 to 12, live on Comedy Central Radio, SiriusXM Comedy Channel 95. And then there's replays throughout the day on different channels as well. But um, you got you to gotta get the Sirius app. Um, this weekend's going to be fun in Dallas. Show's coming up in Oxnard next week, Oxnard, California at Levity Live. Then I'm going to be in um, Phoenix coming up, uh, Pittsburgh. I have like 12 cities that I'm coming to before June. Like it's probably more than that at this point, but I'm doing, I'm going everywhere. Go check my website, NikkiGlazer.com for details on all those tour dates and tickets and Andrew Collin. You can find him at Andrew T. Collin on Instagram and Twitter. Um, He's going to be opening for me on all these dates. So you can come see him there. Um, Any last words? I just, I just, I really think this hotel's nice, and I think that you need to just really enjoy it and and enjoy your life. And is that for me? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know who he was talking to there, but like, let's enjoy our life and enjoy this hotel, everyone. All right. Thanks for listening this week. See you next week. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.